Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Wizard podcast, your daily conversation about that NBA team that plays in uh, Chinatown. Uh, ben Standing here. Hope you guys are doing all right. The Wizards, not so much. Two straight losses on this two-game Texas road swing. Losing at Houston on Monday, even though they had a big lead in the first half, you can kind of understand Houston, obviously, one of the better teams in the league. Fading as they did Tuesday night at the Dallas Mavericks. That's going to be a little tougher to take. Uh, Wizards fall to the Mavericks. 113-105. Dallas, a team that can't score, scored 113 points. They made one three-pointer after another, after another uh, against the Wizards, specifically 17 of 32. That is some good shooting, and uh, that is some not-so-good defense. Darren Williams, Devin Harris, and Seth Curry all hit four three-pointers. Um, you know, look, the, the defense was not there. Scott Brooks complained after the game about the um about what he called lack of effort I've, I've got the uh quote here bear with me from the uh post game uh quote well I thought we got at work and I haven't said that a lot about a lot this year with our team but we got at work they were moving the ball and we were hoping that we would miss and not do a hoping that they would miss and not do a very good job of making them miss we couldn't get a handle on Harris and Curry off the bench. We were defending with no purpose. We were giving them open looks from the three-point line. They made 17. They could have made 30. But unacceptable how we played. But give them credit. They competed. Um, look, I think Scott Brooks is uh, right. I mean, it's not it's not that complicated to, to figure out. You watch the game. You know, it's not, it's not always good basketball analysis just to look at a box score. But, you know, again, a Dallas team that is really – labored to score this year, lighten the Wizards up. It, you know, you, you can you can say a lot about the defense. I'm not going to give the Wizards a pass. I'm going to give the Wizards a little bit of a pass, though, because, you know, I I said this on Twitter after the game. You know, I, I hate constantly harping going back to the bench because of the fact that it's, it's boring conversation at some point, but also... It's it's all you know. Perhaps it's a little too simplistic. You know, I don't want to keep saying, "Well, the starters, the starters, the starters." But here's the thing: on a back-to-back, the Wizards are now one and six this year. That that is easily one of the worst records in the Eastern Conference. 
you look at the minutes tonight, it's not hard to understand why that's the problem. After playing 40 minutes at Houston the night before, Marching Gortat played 40 minutes against Dallas. John Wall, this is the John Wall. Oh, by the way, John Wall, December, player of the month in the Eastern Conference. Mazel Tov to the point guard. Well earned uh, there. I'll come back and talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. But John Wall, who wasn't playing in back-to-back minute, back-to-back games earlier this year, coming off double knee surgery, he plays 39 minutes after playing 38 the night before. Bradley Beal played 35 tonight. He played, I'll say, 36-37 the previous night. Otto Porter played 37 minutes in a back-to-back. Um, uh, Markeith Morris is the only starter who played under 30. That was in part because he picked up, I think, three. He picked up three fouls in the first half. A constant trend. There, but you look at the bench. I mean, the the bench for the Wizards scored 15 points. Devin Harris alone for Dallas had 17. Seth Curry had 16. Both all, both of those guys off the bench, eight of 12 from three between the two of them. Um, Kelly Oubre had had some decent moments. He had uh, two for four from three, made his first two, had three rebounds, two assists, also had a three fouls. Uh, You know, it doesn't even matter that I say or that anybody else says the Wizards bench isn't all that. Actions speak louder than words, and the fact that Scott Brooks, in a back-to-back, would play his starters that much, I don't care if the Wizards were, uh, you know, on the verge of losing or whatever. You, you have to figure out a way how to play your bench more. If you play them, I mean, my contention and why I'm sort of giving the starters a little bit of a pass is, they looked like they had tired legs late. Scott Brooks said they were at work. I get it. You know what? You're a professional. You know, Greg Popovich talked about this a couple weeks ago. You've got to put in the, t- the work. You're getting paid. This is your job. I get all that. I'm not giving them a pass in that sense. But there's just a realistic sense of being an athlete. It is a tough deal playing NBA games back-to-back nights when traveling. And you would think, therefore, logically, you're going to go to your bench more. But Brooks is in a tough spot. Because he, he doesn't have a lot of places he can go. Um, Kelly Oubre played 25 minutes. Marcus Thornton played 15 minutes. Trey Burke and, and Jason Smith, eight. Sheldon McClellan, five. I, I didn't name anybody there that, in my opinion, is going to give you the potential spark that Devin Harris and Seth Curry did tonight. I, I say that Trey Burke had 27 the other game. Um, Burke's numbers are a good example as to what I'm sort of talking about. He had 27 points against the Nets on December 30th. In the two games before that, he scored zero in both. In the two games since, he scored a total of two points. Scott Brooks hasn't even played him a ton of minutes, and maybe you could say that's part of the issue. He had those 30 playing with John Wall a lot because Bradley Beal was out. Obviously, Bradley Beal's playing. You're going to play Bradley Beal. But the point is, he didn't play a ton, and I understand... Why? And I'm not just picking on Trey Burke. I'm, you know, Jason Smith has been more effective of late. He only played eight minutes. If, if if Scott Brooks in a back-to-back isn't playing these guys more minutes than this, I think that says a lot about how Scott Brooks thinks of the bench. Andrew Nicholson, another DNP, he's been racking those up. Same for uh, Ochefu and, and and Sadoransky, but you know, I give rookies a pass. They didn't spend. They didn't give uh, those guys a four-year, twenty-six million dollar contract like they did Nicholson. So. 
I, I just think it's very telling. I, you know, when we talk about this all the time about the bench to then see, you know, sometimes I can imagine fans or anybody might think, oh boy, this guy, he just got a, he just got a thing. This is his thing. His thing is the bench. He's just going to talk about the bench and the bench, and now he's going to drill that home. Blah blah blah. When the coach plays his starters that heavy minutes, um, and, and look, the game was tight. I mean, just to let me pull up the play-by-play -play here. Dallas outscored the Wizards by nine points in the fourth quarter. Wizards lose by eight. So obviously, we're talking about a uh, a game in which the Wizards were winning uh, by by a point. Still, if you, I mean, if you had a bench that was that you felt comfortable with, I, I I don't see why you're not playing them a little bit more than what 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 he's doing here. Um, I'm gonna pull up the uh, bear with me here. I'm pulling up the game book to to look at the uh, second half and fourth quarter in the in the in the second half. Out of a possible 24 minutes, Otto Porter played over 21, Gortat played 21, John Wall played 20, Beal played 18. So basically, the starters played almost the entire way. And mind you, the game was not – I mean, Dallas did start to pull away um, early in the fourth quarter, but why – you know – if you, you know, I mean, it's, you know, we, we always talk about the starters. I typically your best players. You can have other guys who are on the bench who can give you some, some good minutes. And I will just go say this going back to earlier in the game, the Wizards were, get, were, were, were struggling in the first half. Ridiculous rally late at the end of the second quarter. John Wall uh, went nuts. 13 points in the final, like two and two and change or something of the uh, second quarter to uh to put the wizards back in a good spot um and and so the wizards were actually uh up 6 at halftime after being down 11 with 237 left uh, a ridiculous run but then you move to the third quarter the wizards are up 71-63. Hold on, hold on. The Wizards are up 79-73 when at with 5:36 left. At this point, the start the bench starts to come in. He brings in Kelly Oubre. Thornton comes in moments later. By the time you get to um, the end of the quarter, the lead's down to one. Dallas actually took a lead at one point and. You go from there. The fact that you just never, you know, I, I say never. Most of the time, the, the bench just does not give them the comfort to, that you know were, like the way Seth Curry and, and Devin Harris went tonight, where you feel pretty decent that you've got some guys who can give you that punch when the, when the starters need a blow or just out of the game. Uh, again, I know this is unbelievably repetitive, and I'm tired of talking about it, but I'm just noting what Scott Brooks is doing. He's not playing Andrew Nicholson at all. Markeith Morris continues to pick up 3,000 in the first half. It feels like almost every game. And yet he doesn't put in the guy who we all thought would have been uh, the backup power forward. Again, John Wall, 
heavy minutes. He doesn't play. I mean, he doesn't, he barely comes out in the second half after playing a lot of minutes the game before. It is what it is. Um, I just think that's something that you know we we talked about a, a few a couple podcasts ago about the idea of making a trade. Um, I was advocating at that time because of, in terms of competing, in the sense of you know the sixth, seventh, eighth spots need upgrades. You know, again, Jan Mahimi might be part of that, but regardless, need more. And uh, I think this is an exi- this is a, a classic example of why about the actual box score. Let's do that really quick uh, for the Wizards. They, you know, they, they were shooting pretty good from three for a while. They finished 11 of 30, 36.7%. John Wall, 27 points, eight assists. He had he shot 10 of 19 from the field. Hard to argue much with that. Bradley Beal, 25 points. Uh, he, he was five for 10 from three the previous game, just three for 11 in this one. Uh, but six assists there. Otto Porter and Marquise Morris had it going early. In fact, looking at the box score, uh, those three, uh, well, those two combined with Gortat went 15 for 32 from the floor. That's not that's not so bad, but they also didn't take a um, ton of shots. In fact, I'm looking at here, Wall and Beal, 45 shots. The team took 92. I off the big look to stat up again. I haven't looked at it up for a couple weeks, but a few weeks back when the Wizards were still sort of uh, on the cusp of um, getting on that run, what I was noticing was in the games where Wall and Beal were taking more than half the shots, the Wizards were losing. Under, they were winning. This isn't quite half, but 45, you know, to 92, it's pretty close. Um, Dallas out rebounds. Wizards 44 to 38. Wizard, uh, Dallas also takes uh, 10 more free throws. Four, 24 to 14 makes 10 more. 22 to 10 in a game in which they win by eight. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the Wizards. They lose. They are done in Dallas. They are now coming back home. They will face the Minnesota Timberwolves. Kind of excited to see that one, not going to lie. Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Chris Dunn. Uh, they, that should be an interesting game. The, the Timberwolves have been legitimately among the more disappointing teams in the league, and that's probably our fault. Um, expectations too high, but 11-24 and 24 on the season for a team that a lot of people thought might be able to compete for a uh, – for a playoff spot, and uh, look, they're obviously an incredibly young team, but they're entering Washington, having lost two in a row, including at Philadelphia, 93-91. to 91. Uh, Some interesting matchups, though, for sure. Uh, I- I'll tell you what, I'm intrigued by the matchup of Andrew Wiggins against Otto Porter. Uh, maybe I'll save some more thoughts on that one for a... Uh, for uh, another podcast, but you know, obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, one of the best young all-around bigs in the league. He's averaging 21 and a half points, 11 and a half rebounds. He's uh, 2.9 assists. He can make he can make threes. That that's going to be really really interesting uh, to see how the Wizards match up with him. But again, this is a game. 
especially back home, you got to feel pretty good about your chances for a team that's struggling as the Timberwolves have this year. Uh, by the way, just to circle back on this, look, the, the, the Wizards don't play again until Friday, so that's an, that's an extra day there of rest. So I get it to an extent that Scott Brooks, as he's done before, played the starters a little bit heavier, knowing he had that time off. Um, he did that. Which game was that? That was against, I think that was against, uh, was it against Milwaukee? Yeah, I think, okay, well, it was a little bit different. It was when when they played the Bucks at in Washington after they had been had the extra day rest and before they had a day off against Indiana. That was one sort of a Scott Brooks take is they use that extra day to play the starters more. It wasn't a back-to-back, though, and I still stick to the idea that, yes, he does have the extra day of rest, but I don't know. Uh, I think I, I think if he had more trust in the bench, he would figure out ways to not play John Wall and Gortat 40 minutes in back-to-back games. That that's just uh, th- that's just me. Um, but speaking of John Wall, let's talk about him. He was today. He was just named Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Now he goes up a notch. Eastern Conference Player for the month of December. Impressive. For sure, the Wizards went ten and five. Uh, obviously, that's that that's a big part of it. Uh, but uh, Wall led the Eastern Conference in assists at ten point seven per game, second in the NBA for December. He averaged twenty four and a half points, fifth in the East, tenth overall in the league, with four point four rebounds and an NBA best two point six seven steals, uh, according to the uh, NBA press release or actually I guess this is the Wizards press release, he's currently the only player in the NBA this season to average at least 23 points, 10 assists, 4 rebounds, and 2 steals, and one of only three guards in the league to average a point assist. Double-double. Um, it, it, it is it is quite remarkable in a sense that, you know, we'll go back to the beginning of the year, a big question mark for the Wizards was what, what were they getting out of John Wall? How quickly would he get back to form coming off two knee surgeries? Now, they didn't play him much before the you know in in preseason and so on. He wasn't playing in back to backs for for a bit to 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 ratchet it up that well is uh is pretty good. I will say uh again, bear with me here. I'm uh I got I got a lot going on here. Where is this? Oh, here we go. Uh, I, I found this quote. I, I remember this quote that Scott Brooks said. It was, a, it was at a road game at Chicago when they won before Christmas. He said this, and it just stuck with me as to what sort of led to this turnaround, and I think specifically with John Wall. He said after they beat the Bulls, quote, we made a conscious effort about a dozen or 14 games ago to play faster. We've got all this athleticism, and we have one of the fastest point guards in the league. We want to be able to utilize it every trip down the court. This was a game as well where John Wall was making all kinds of plays, uh, as he did against Houston, even though they both ended up in, in losses. But I think that choice by Brooks, that conscious decision to go go faster, and sometimes it's you know it's easier to talk and not get it done. But you know, in that sense, he's gotten it done. Brooks said the other day he's pretty happy where the offense is. The defense is a whole other story. Tonight was a, a was a clear example. Of that, but I just thought that that quote right there not only did I think that that mindset lead to the turnaround 
in December from a t in terms of the record at 10 and 5, but also I think it led to John Wall's player of the month. Obviously the, the, the man's got talent, but I'm saying taking full advantage of that was helpful. But, you know, the Wizards got to get back on track. They're going to have two games under 500. Take advantage of Minnesota at home on um, Friday and uh, get back on track. It's, it's definitely not end of days by any stretch of the imagination. But, like I said, um, the, you know, the, the, the surge that they were having, better than it was, still not perfect. The bench issue, a, a, a clear example of that, as well as the defense. All right, let's call it there. I really appreciate you guys, as always, for checking us out. You want to find the rest of our podcast, go to iTunes, Audio Boom, or anywhere else you do your podcasting. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to bed. Until next time, Ben Standing signing off. See ya. Everybody just Deal. Gets open for three. Dagger! Bobby Fry. Caught. Bolt drive. Off balance shot.